0: Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmidt, Swanee and Clarkie visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right, how are we? Not too bad.
1: Yeah, very well (laughs) here,
0: Swanee. Swanee's still recovering, aren't you, darling? I am a little bit, but I'm feeling much, much better today.
2: And actually, I thought I sounded great until I put the headphones on. I can hear a little bit, but I think I'm doing
0: pretty well, all things considered. I've got to say, yeah, yeah, you sound you sound fine to me. But I've got to tell you this. I was listening to a, a very early episode of ours and yeah. if you ever wonder whether or not the work that you had done on your nasal cavities <laughs> has helped yep. it's unbelievably better it's, because it's the amount, yeah the amount of I don't know if you were sniffing or what you were doing but it is so obvious that your sinuses are block. yeah 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 and I thought yeah that really has change that's yeah I and it's funny I'd because you, I, I that, can tell the difference <laughs> yeah
2: when it comes to having been on when I have been unwell since and I mean obviously those first couple of months were a bit touch and go and I was questioning whether I'd done the right thing at times but once it came good it really has and mm. having had COVID and when things happen normally because that was my weak thing I would take me to the ground and I'd be so sick and then it would be like a month or more of trying to clear my sinuses and then be up and down and the biggest shift for me is the fact that because they must be able to clear or they're not mm. at a base which is already terrible yeah. I've got a chance to actually get better do you know what mm. I mean otherwise I was yeah. just here we go I'd be going and I, and I think that combined with the fact that I knew yeah. that was the case it was a bit of a misery really so having had COVID and just coming out of the side I'm still I'm still testing positive but I think I, you know that might be for a case but um, you know I would hope we'll be back to business tomorrow and I think I'm pretty lucky really Fingers mm. crossed that you know those, yeah. the sweaty nights are behind me.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's so
0: much fun, isn't it? Yeah. You
2: forget yeah. what that's like until you wake up in a cold, Drenched. wet bed and you go, yeah. oh, "Oh my god!" You know, mm. it's it all comes flooding back, right? And you're like, "Oh, yeah. that's, that's right. That's, oh, that's being right. Sick. The cold sweat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah, they didn't have that last night, so I think I'm pretty good.
0: And how are you? And guys? how are you guys? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are we we're a bit a little
3: overhung today.
2: Oh, you do oh. look a little bit rough now that I have a little bit of love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think
3: yeah. you were just cold later, but Stuart was about two thirty. So, mm,
2: this and what was yes. the cause for celebration?
3: I had some old work colleagues up, came up from Melbourne.
2: Oh, hijinks! Yeah. So,
3: oh, yes. lovely!
2: <laughs> Karaoke yeah. on the deck.
3: Uh, in the spa. In the spa. In the spa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And one of, you not um,
2: have a thing for spa entertaining, don't you? Yeah. And I can see why now, having partaken. I've never done that until, oh. well, the night before Schmidt's wedding. To be fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but um, yeah, it's a, it's sort of, it's
0: a slippery slope, isn't it?
2: Literally yes, and figuratively. It is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes.
1: Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes. And how about you too?
0: Oh yeah, well, I'm good. And of course, who are we? I'm Schmidty. I'm Swanee.
3: And I'm Clarky. And together we are. Trial,
0: Trial by, by wine! wine. wine.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what are we drinking?
3: Well, we um denard. Oh,
0: as to so, whether you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah so Stuart's hungover. not
3: yeah. having a drink. Um, sure. And I've poured <laughs> myself a glass <laughs> of 2019 Derif from Andrew Buller Wines, who are in Brother So, yes, we'll uh, struggle through that. I don't know how you can
2: do that. That is not a thing that I have ever been able to do. No, I've always been, well, forgive my French, but piss weak when it comes to that. (laughs) I don't know. I've never been able to do it. It's like I'm a, what's it called? That first night frenzy. I go hard. I definitely am a binge drinker, but I can't back it up.
0: Fortunately today I'm not hungover and I am drinking a glass of Pepper Jack Shiraz. Ooh. And... Tony's joining me as well today in the Shiraz. So we had, we started this bottle last night. Uh, we were, where were we? We were, at, well, we were at, the. we went to the one of the fine restaurants around Ilden <laughs> and had a Palmer and a bottle of wine. And then we um, went home and we started this one, but we didn't get all the way through it. So, and it's actually a 2015. And I think that's simply because no. it was sitting in the, <laughs> in the let's call it the cellar otherwise known as somewhere in a cupboard in the houseboat so Swanny, what have you got for us today Del in terms Ooh, of a story well, I,
2: I do have a story and my story is it's a real departure and I think it reflects my state of mind in the last couple of days and I just couldn't stomach <laughs> anything to macabre and given what I bought to the table last time
1: it was you know
2: time that I took a little bit of a lighter route into crime so mm-hmm. my only prerequisite was I didn't want to have to do too much reading because my my eyes were a bit iffy so I found myself a documentary and that was my starting point for this story and my sources are historychannel.com, nys.com it's just a um, website this one I made me laugh Encyclopedia Britannica
1: Mm-hmm. oh <laughs> i've
0: used it once or yeah, twice yeah i forgot yeah.
2: about that yeah just some youtube videos wikipedia cbs news new york and oh, the documentary but maybe i'll tell you what the name the of the documentary is going to give it away Otherwise, is I'm it give it away yeah you'll notice there's no murderpedia there's no yeah, murder. does that mean
3: there's no murder
2: it might well mean that what we do have though there is definitely a crime and mm. i'm just going to give you a couple of I don't know if you'd call them buzzwords. They're hardly that, but just a couple of things to throw into the mix to pique your interest and see if you have any idea where this crime might lead us. There, no particular order. Uh, <laughs> the words are Sydney,
1: mm-hmm. Oscar winner, mm-hmm.
2: artist, Aussie children's book. Okay, so nothing particularly macabre. We haven't got toy box. No, <laughs> we <laughs> no. We don't haven't have got eighteen, 18 inch toolbox. A- 18,
1: no. Oh goodness.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. So that sort of gives you an idea that it no idea where we're sort of headed. I guess it's just maybe was Sydney the
3: location or was Sydney a name?
2: It was actually Sydney as a location.
3: Right.
2: Our story starts. The person of interest, shall we say, is a gentleman called Philippe Petit, and he was born in nineteen forty-nine. Little Phil. <laughs> little Phil. Thank you. We've got it coined already. Nah, I'm finding what uh, we're going to call him. Holy
1: little, Phil. little Phil. Little
2: <laughs> Phil. Little <laughs> Phil. Little Phil was born in nineteen forty nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just outside Paris in I don't know if it's a village or a town. I had a look, but it's called saint Séneman, which is basically in that sort of the sort of area that surrounds Paris. So not within it, mm. but sort of mm-hmm. not far from it. So um you'd easily be able to access Paris, but not in Paris. So he was born there and, Mm. yeah, he had a pretty ordinary upbringing. Um, His father had been an author and a pilot in the army and he just seemed to have a a young kind of joyous childhood, I think, in pretty much the French countryside. And he, he discovered that he really enjoyed magic and juggling. He liked to climb. And he was just a really sort of agile young man And, you know, there's nothing more to it than that. And then one day when he's about 17 years old, he is sat in a dental practice alongside, you know, everybody. And I've seen images of sort of, you know, it was old school. Everyone had the thing tied, you know, the ice tied under their chin because they've all got, you know, terrible things. And in the waiting room, he was reading a magazine. And in the magazine, there was an article about these new buildings that were going to be built in New York. And what there was, there was a, a... a depiction of the Eiffel Tower and then next to it was what would become the World Trade Centre or Trade wow. Centre. Well, it is the World Trade Centre but, you know, the towers, the Twin Towers. And he was absolutely blown away by the scale difference between mm-hmm. the Eiffel Tower, which was, you know, it is a huge building, very mm. structure, incredibly tall. And if that was, you know, your your... Poor, uh, your- Baseline or yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then to see that scale it to be so drastically much so much larger, or it was much taller. He was totally captivated. And what he did was he sneezed so he could rip that page out of oh. the magazine and he ran out of the dental surgery and said that, you know, basically he suffered with sore tooth for the next week and a half while it got better, because he just didn't even stay to see the dentist, because something had inspired been lit inside him, him yeah, totally inspired. Yeah. And he had a dream. What would that dream be? Somehow oh. must connect to the World Trade Center. To
3: move to Sydney? Uh, no, no, not to move to Sydney.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, oh, sorry, I just opened my, I'm going to crack open a, yeah, a what do they call this? Oh, it's, it's an a, old oh, school DC. Jeez. Yes, it it
3: is. is.
2: You know how people do that when they're like influencing? They always put their hand mm. behind it. You probably don't. because do they? With makeup. I don't look at They show you
0: yeah, no. and I'm like, oh. Uh, so he had a dream
2: he certainly did he had a A dream. building
1: to build Mm -hmm.
2: and what is quite interesting is this was in 1966 and I went and sort of did a little bit of research on the World Trade Center and 1966 was I think when they broke ground so it wasn't completed until and it wasn't even complete that's not quite it was opened in 1973 but it wasn't yet complete so it was actually completed in 1975. So this is early on. So he's got he's, he's got this image in his head. He has this interest and the World Trade Centre is just something that he can't even get his head around but he, he's something. it's been sparking. It sparked something inside of him. Sparked so joy. It did certainly spark joy and it's important to know what that sparked and what his interests were. And I kind of alluded to it a little bit before but he is essentially, <laughs> I don't even know what you call someone who's interested in magic and juggling other than a juggler.
0: A clown. Um, a
3: clown, yeah. A clown
2: without, yeah. <laughs> he's absolutely not a clown. It's, it's kind of hard to tell. But what he is, is he's a self-taught, um, <laughs> what is called a wire walker.
1: Oh, so, um, yes,
2: yes, yes. Yeah. So he, he had a bit of interest in it. And a wire walker saying, or
0: a tightrope walker?
2: They call it a wire walker, but it's not dissimilar. It's kind of the same thing. Like tightrope? It's, I think, okay, right. It's a, it is one the same, I think, but I think tightrope so circus suggests we something was clay different.
1: Yeah, wire yeah. walker,
2: I think, has more scope. So okay. his, his quote is saying, within one year, I taught, I taught myself to do all the things you could do on a wire. I learned the backward somersault, the front somersault, the unicycle, the bicycle, the chair on the wire, jumping through hoops, but I thought what is the big deal here? It looks almost ugly. So I started to discard those tricks and to reinvent my art. And that's a quote that I want to sort of give you up front. This guy, little Phil, Philippe Petit, he sees himself as an artist. And it's interesting that we talk about, you know, we've talked about clowns and circuses and whatnot. He really doesn't identify himself necessarily with that or with that culture. He is trying mm. to look bigger and trying to... Refine his skill and make it a show in a way that is a, in a more artistic kind of uh, venture. So, as I said, he's sort of self taught, and his idea is that he wants to do his wire walking in places that are breathtaking, both for him and for anybody who's watching him. So, his first port of call has to be Paris, right? He's hmm. living outside Paris and he starts to, along with his friends, he has a a young girlfriend and sort of a group of mates, and they're I don't know what I don't know what it is, but every documentary you ever see of people born that are in those ages, everybody's interesting. Everybody's up for an adventure, everybody's educated or interesting. I mean, I I just don't see that <laughs> from my era or from you know times that come after. These people are really up for something. Anyway, no one more than little Phil. So little Phil has an idea. And his idea is that he wants to put a wire up between the two towers of Notre Dame and then he wants to do a wire walk between Mm. those two towers. So by 1971, he's able to sort of plan and they, you know, they sneak in and out of Notre Dame and they come up with a plan, they work out how they're going to rig it up. And then in I think it's June of 1971, at a height of 69
0: metres, yeah, they'll kill you. Yeah. yeah. So
2: it's it's hard for me to get my head around because couldn't without showing hit
0: heights. I'm, that I would know. Just, oh, I couldn't.
2: But I think we're all kind of familiar with Notre Dame. But imagine those two top towers, yeah, and that's where yes, he's crossing. Yeah. It yeah. is really high. So it's him alone up there with his friends have helped, and meanwhile down in the the nave was called inside <laughs> inside the big house.
0: <laughs> they're a priest that are being
2: ordained Could apparently well be
0: knife? Knife, yes. it would Could be the well name be i don't knife,
2: know. yeah Could be. i'm not sure and so down underneath the streets of paris are filled and people are looking up thinking, oh my god what are we watching and the footage that they've taken because there's there's real footage that his friends took it is breathtaking in the sense that he is so confident and it's it, it he just becomes this i don't know i guess it's because he's an artist he crosses Backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and all of Paris. He he's got this incredible, or anyone anyway, filming him, he's got this incredible vista of, you know, looking down at little islands where he crosses over the, the river and down to the left bank. And it's it's remarkable, but that's just his sort of starting point because he's got bigger and better things in mind. So he's already been caught there. He wasn't charged, but obviously he was trespassing. But he he's just thinks it's the greatest thing ever. And, you know, he while he's up there, he, he sees it as a performance. He's lying on the... He doesn't just walk back. He lays down on it, sits down on the wire. He's totally at ease up there, not a fear in the world. After that, he's like, okay, where can I go next? And the next place he ends up is actually Sydney. And I was never aware of this and I still you know other things sort of twig something in your memory? It was before we were, well, it was before I was born, but in June sometime in 1973. All of a sudden he's arrived in Sydney and this is what I find quite remarkable is how much travel is involved with in, with what he does. And, you know, it wasn't that air, airfare was cheap, but, I mean, someone must have been paying for that. So sure enough he turns up in Sydney and on the north northern pylons of the Sydney Harbour Bridge they do the same thing they strap up, he and his accomplices, his friends, and they put the wire across the two northern pylons. So if you were in North Sydney, you'd be looking down that side. So I guess just up from Kirribilli, you'd have Lunar Park down. Lunar Park, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Lunar Park side. So they had to break into the pylons, so there's already, you know, breaking break and trespass, and then up they've gone. And then the thing that makes me laugh is in all the footage, whenever he has done one of these walks, you see how the locals interact, but watching how the Australian police <laughs> react, it's just like, what? what's that French kid, you know, what, what's going on? You know, who, what kind of a clowns are there? And he had on in a very sort of, imagine if he looked sort of like Marcel Marceau. He had That's a black, black, black yeah. you know, yeah. like a black yeah, tight yeah. top, black ballet shoes. You could just imagine what the Australian, I don't even want to say it, but it's a, what the Australian police would doing. Yes. Thinking, yes, yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it wouldn't yes. be. Oh, look at his joie de vivre.
2: No, they yeah. were not thinking, and they didn't treat him <laughs> like that either. But so it, the big issue, and as anyone has who knows who has lived in Sydney, it brought the traffic on the Harbour Bridge to the, to a stop. And uh, once that, that happens, people are pissed off. So yeah. you see, you know, the police are going upstairs, and the, you know they're treating him You're a really, really brutal, manic, Exactly, <laughs> yeah. they were not. They weren't well pleased So this is occurred so there he said and again I I just think that people are just a different time let's just move him on um but quite a big commitment don't you think to fly from Paris to Sydney to do that and at what expense right I mean it was spectacular that was was... 1973 Yeah, so he'd done Notre Dame in 71 and this is where I get to yeah Um, expensive and slow and you know and and it was kind of like he was it was a little bit of a a mission I, I think in in in, he had a bigger plan, which we'll come on to next, and he was trying to sort of find a band of accompli- accomplices. So at this point he, there was a gentleman called Mark who became his friend who was a student um, in Sydney and he'd met Mark and, you know, a couple of people. Heard him, but it's like uni students and, you know, people hang out. They're just, you know, no one's got real jobs. I mean, you, you're not planning something like that and head up after a day at work, do you know what I mean? They're just, this is their thing. That's just how they exist. Some of them studied. They just, I don't know, it was, it was a cheap, life was easier, I think. Things were cheaper mm. in some respects. But the, the long different distance travel, I just still think at an expense, right? And carrying equipment and these big wires that need, you know, they're heavy. Getting them around wouldn't yeah, have been an yeah. easy task. But, you know, this is just me and the way I think and I just sort of think, well, you know, it's what, not a lot of even knowing
3: how you would attach the wire, how you, whether you could even totally. get up to the top, like all of that. What if yep. you got
1: there and just spent? Ah, oh, we we can't so, do it. Correct. <laughs> it would be surely
0: a you would have adventure. got someone to do a reconnaissance mission before. They definitely like, would, but, you but this is have a thing. Just flown over with a big fat coil of wire and gone, <laughs> We'll just chance it, guys. <laughs> well, to yeah. be
2: honest, there's not a lot of information on it. So whether that how that actually worked out or not, who knows? But I, my favourite footage is just these two. I don't even know what you would have got the police, but they wore you, you, this. Will ring a bell if you can think back if there was something that was going on where they had to get a little bit dirty, so the policemen were in white overalls that said police on the back and they're trying <laughs> to jump. You know how there was the rail line? They're trying to jump over, like the the, the high, uh, I guess it's barb, not barbway, but those things to get to a point, yeah. to get into the pile, to get up the pile themselves, and they mm-hmm. were in those jumpsuits. And I was like, oh, God, I forgot they used to
0: wear that. That's and they just it. looked so amateurish, do you know? Yeah, mean? yeah. And pissed off. Well, Never. now if you, if you don a grey and blue one and pay, I can't remember how much was it, boys, because when we did yeah, it, we walked yeah. the bridge. I don't Hundreds. know what this guy's carrying on about. We walked the bridge. We've got photos yeah, to prove yeah. it. Big did deal. Did you see that oh, Obama did it recently and he and
2: Michelle didn't have to wear the regulation jumpsuit? No. They're the only people no. who haven't and it was a real People are not well pleased, especially yeah. if people turn their photos. No one wants to be in a grey jumpsuit, right? So from Sydney, whilst he's still in Sydney, no doubt, taking, you know, in the sights after being released by the police, our friend Philippe Petit sends a postcard to a friend of his in Paris with no writing, it just has his friend's address, and the postcard is, oh, the World Trade Centre... World Trade Center, World Trade Center, World Tower, uh, Trade Center Towers. And all he puts is one little line that links the top of the World (laughs) World Trade Center and sends it to his friends. And his friends are like, That is mad. We just, I know he's talked about it. It's always talked about, but can he really read it? Are we really going to do this? Anyway, so this is the crime. Okay. So it's considered by some the artistic crime of the century. And what Philippe Petit calls it is the coup. The coup because he thought coup. if he could pull this off, this yeah, would be a yeah. <laughs> It is a coup. It would yeah. be a coup. But again, like we, we talk about this often with most crimes. It's a crime of the times. I don't know that you would be able to do it now, and I think if you did, what you would have to do to pull it off would mean that you'd oh, commit many more crimes than they do. I can't do it
0: now.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. oh, that's so inappropriate. I'm so sorry.
2: Oh, oh God. We didn't mean. Oh, my God.
1: I'm an inappropriate one for putting out. I just said that, that.
2: I can't believe I just said that. And I wasn't thinking about the, the final bit. I'm thinking about the lead up. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: God. i you meant use, was, was very, so it's not the kind of thing. When, Regardless of the buildings, <laughs> it's not the kind of thing yeah. that you could really get away with in this day and age. Probably a lot to do with because of things like terrorism. Security yeah. is a lot greater on a lot of these buildings, etc. Yeah. So it was a, bit oh, a little unfortunate, links. but I know you didn't mean the god Oh, that sounds horrendous. Way, I can't no, it. I it that. didn't. It was more my yeah. teasing you that sounded worse, so I'll take that
2: one. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Little Phil heads back to Paris and... It sort of becomes clear at this time that he's been planning for this the whole time, and in his mind, what he's been doing is they've actually they'd rigged up uh, in in the field outside Paris where they lived the wire, and they he practices like they they shake the they do as many things to him to keep him on yeah. In, yeah, and then there's how are we going to do this? The towers weren't yet finished, remember? So he was he just had this idea of what he wanted to do, and so. To be able to do that, they start doing these, <laughs> and it's plural, I guess, reconnaissance missions to New York. So they're flying yeah. from Paris to New York, and on each of these trips, they do a little bit more investigation, and that's where you know some of the crimes come into play, and some of the not necessarily all crimes, but some of it's like you, you, it is like you think it's like a made-for-TV movie because it was just a more innocent time, and the things they could get away with them, not they're nearly cute in retrospect. So off to um, New York.
1: <laughs> so oh, cute
2: little.
3: Cute crimes.
2: walkers.
1: <laughs>
3: little you Phil, you're kids. so cute.
1: Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are.
2: Exactly. be over. <laughs> So he's quoted as saying it took him six years to plan. But the six years really did start from the moment that he was in that dental practice. Mm. And he, he starts learning everything he can about the, the, the Twin Towers he read every book, every article. Like, he just – because remember, it was like a go on the internet and it wasn't as if he could really, no, you know, he, access probably like No, he have the
0: original uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Hard Even copy. that wouldn't have been yeah. up today. But you'd have,
2: remember, we have to uh, wait for it to come and it only came out in right. 70 years. That's right. I mean, oh, I've got the old version. It doesn't exist yet. Right. Yeah. So we had what – and I won't tell you who they sort of, were. They had a group of friends, there's probably about six of them, and he and his co-collaborators, and they changed. They would come in and out of focus depending on what they had going on in their lives, whether or not they'd get to a point and they'd think this is mad. But they, they were genuinely... Friends, and there's so much. They filmed everything because they knew they were about to do or embark on something that would be remarkable. And that's your favorite thing: crimes where people oh, filmed it all. Absolutely, because I just can't <laughs> believe what i <I'm> watched <laughs> half the time. Because it could go totally wrong, right, or totally right, and oh. it, it it was remarkable. But so, whilst the towers is still under construction, he's got his wire rigged up outside Paris. He's practicing that they do it all the time, and they're trying to come up with ideas. Of once these towers are ready to be scaled, how would we then be able to attach a
0: wire
1: between mm. the north
2: and the south tower? That's what i That, I'm in, wondering that in and of itself Shoot is it
1: across
0: like <clears throat> a Mission Impossible type thing. That's mm. exactly what they ended up having to do. Oh, look at that. I've seen too many movies. That's the point. So I'll, I'll read
2: something <laughs> here just from um, Wikipedia, but it's like, and the equipment's heavy, right? So they're going to have to get mm. up to the top of the towers mm. and then get yeah. across. So in in planning for it, there are two sort of stages of planning. You've got your trips to New York, and you've got what's mm. going on in the field. And in the field, the footage has them like it's beautiful grass. It's this Parisian country, of oh, Parisian, country, French countryside, and these long haired friends who are like they're not quite hippies, but you know, French yeah, artists. And, I feel you know, they, like they it, are. It's, it's like it's so beautiful. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And at that time, he would put his girlfriend on his shoulders and he'd be walking across. And of course then he two would. Because he was so strong, his lean little ripped little thing, yeah. never got a shirt on, doing it in jeans and no these little ballet pumps and backwards and forwards to go. Then they'd go to New York and when they were in New York, one of the things that he would do is he was observing people. It was all about trying to work out what was happening. So at the beginning, the first stages that when they would first go over, they were still complete. So people had yet to move into the building. And mm. he would watch workmen, how they would come and leave the come and go from the building, how would trucks enter, what did people look like? What were their uniforms? What were the businesses that they were representing? And it was all about, you know, he was kind of a spy essentially. I know and it's innocent-ish,
0: but it's still creepy. Of
2: course mm. it is. And you know, the mm. the the thing is with this crime and we'll get to it at the end is it it goes one way, but you tilt that filter or that lens slightly, mm. and it becomes a whole different experience. to
0: bomb somewhere. Correct. You know, so yep. all of and this, this is how they do he's it.
2: Yeah. yeah, and that's this is how this is why this crime is very interesting. It's like it's all good until it's not, and yeah. then
0: what could have happened more often than not is where it, where the interest lies. I guess also, for us, I, I don't know this story. Yep. So I don't know if he successfully actually manages to walk across. But if yep. he falls, he could kill people down where he splats. Of or course. That, you know, like there's so much other there's collateral so damage people. that can happen. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable.
3: How would you sentence him if he did do that, Schmitty?
0: <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to that.
2: That is, <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is
0: how it will work. <laughs> oh, 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 I have a, oh, I have a bad uh-huh. feeling about where this is going. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. So... In um, New York, one of the other things that they do is he and one of his collaborators, they hire a helicopter so they can get above the World Trade Centre and they tell the helicopter, you know, pilot some Pokimani story about why they're doing it and they take their cameras up and they take all of the photos of the top of the World Trade Center because the top of the World Trade Center and particularly at that point it wasn't like it was just some flat slab with an air conditioning unit it still was not complete so Mm. the photos that I've seen of it there's like still crane not well there's probably a crane on it but it kind of looks like it's, it looks like it's a bulldozer a bit with a crane. It must be so heavy to be able to lift things up. But there are lots of different things going on up there. So taking photos of both towers and then they take that imagery back and they start. he starts to build a model. And in the model what he's trying to work out is if I get a wire across, what will that offer me? Is that enough? And then what he discovers is that if he has the wire with the two buildings and their distance at that height which, for your information, is a quarter mile, which is about 400. One of them's 410 Shit. and one of them's 411 that's metres. A
0: that's a long way to shoot yeah, a yeah. across, yeah. No, 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 that's that's the height. Oh, sorry. 400 oh, right, metres right, is right. the height. Right. I was going to say gotcha. they that far The distance across, which yeah, I yeah. did
2: write down, the distance across doesn't feel like it's that far. I was, I In like fact, I'm he doesn't think without. I could be, couldn't be that. It, I thought the distance... Felt quite close relative to what they look like. They're like it's yeah, right. thirty meters. It's yeah, not that far.
0: must be much closer than yeah. Than yeah, no, was so the
2: height is yeah, a quarter. That dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. got it Qu- right, The height right. is a quarter mile. They're very tall. Uh, four hundred and ten, four yeah. hundred eleven meters. They're, they each have hundred and ten stories. So one of them is one thousand three hundred sixty-eight feet. The other one's one three one three six two. Don't know why that is. It's probably just the stuff that sits on the top, to be honest. And that doesn't include all the things that have gone on since. Uh, had gone on since like the antennas and the different things that we used for Hmm. like communication whatever else but it is very high and it's very windy up there so they were also having to take that into consideration and one of the things is if the wire goes across how you have these things and it's called a cavaletti and a cavaletti is something that will kind of anchor the single rope that you're going to walk on so it's very difficult for me to try and tell you guys is you kind of need to see it close your eyes and imagine the one line going from both buildings so one building to the other and then what mm-hmm. they do is they have two other wires that could kind of diagonally go and they anchor it so the rope is not about going super tight across it has to have some degree some very fine degree of sort of slackness in it not slack mm-hmm. but not not when we talk about tight it's tight but it's not to the point where it can't move yeah. at all because then you get you'd well, bounce you bounce off right yeah, yes
0: yeah Look at you yeah. and the science and the physics and the shit. Oh, but,
2: eh? but it's all that stuff when you start to think about what they had to do and how clever they had to be to create
0: something that was oh, they going to have work. Just, you know, not done this because, hey. Yeah. Bet, I'm just <laughs> amazed I, little, that they Phil had even a, little Phil had it, a vision. Had
3: a dream. I'm, I'm amazed that they can do it, though. Like imagine having to break in to you get onto the roof, to then do that, to then anchor anyway. it. Mm. and no one finds out. What's the
0: ones that they use? I think is it Mission Impossible or something like that in Kuala Lumpur. Is that the tallest yeah. building in the world? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, we to yeah, Petronas Towers.
2: They're not. They're tall, but we've been well, there recently. They're still they're still there.
0: They're still pretty tall, I'd mm. say. They're just not the tallest They are very there. tall.
2: We, we were there recently and mm. we stayed in a hotel next to it and when we are in the pool with the kids looking up at the night because it's better to go in the night in the pool because the the, that, the towers are all lit up, the clouds would cover it and they'd go. And you couldn't even see. And I'm sure you could, yeah, half of the couldn't are. see the clouds without. that. It, it's that high. I also yeah, don't like the amazing. really
0: tall ones because you actually can feel them moving slightly. You, this is absolutely I hate true.
2: that. I hate yeah. that. I'm
0: yeah. like, no, no, no.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. I not can't believe fan. this is right. No. <clears> it's <throat> been
0: a while since I've
2: been in a really tall building. I used to have a real thing for it, but it's been a long time since I have.
3: And So in Japan they build tall buildings with displays. a bit more yes. flexibility uh, because yeah. of earthquakes. yuck. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: no! I like my buildings mm. to feel like they're so not going to fall over when I'm in them.
3: <laughs> yeah, we went up to like the 70th floor of one, and it's a viewing platform, and the building was moving. Mm. I had to go. I couldn't go anywhere near the windows. I had to stay in I near the no, nah, because yeah, you're tower scared of I was you've just got the heights scared. issue
0: that I have too. Heights massively. Yeah, I, yeah, acrophobia yeah, yeah. is it? Acrophobia. Yes. Not agro. 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 No. It's space. Acrophobia mm. is heights. Yeah. Because I looked it up in the context of this. <laughs> oh, you're very, very well researched today, Swanny.
2: I found it sometimes I can't believe the things that I read or that I see. Do you ever find <laughs> that where you just go, what? What do you mean you thought that was an idea? What did you mean when someone, one of your friends said, I'm gonna do that? You thought, oh, I'll help. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> crazy. No. So they're doing their to and fro going So they've they've had the helicopter, it's just he's, he's spent a lot of time in outside
0: pointless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry that's what gets me about it it's pointless just yeah. because i can or just because i just want to show that i can it's like oh i found my note here there's
2: 200 ah, feet which course. is 60 ah. meters it's 60 meters
0: between the two
2: towers
1: that's so if so he was right. to be able to cross that's one crossing lot, would be it? 60
2: meters yes quite a, yeah. work, quite a distance oh. uh it's not like you like going a couple of meters it's a fair distance and you know in listening to how they talk, it's for them. It's that real French so about you know have, feeling free oh, ho, ho, ho. and having liberty, and you know they they, yeah. they, they, they want to be cre- creative and and it wasn't. They had good oh, upbringing. So they were just an artistic, and that's exactly <laughs> how they talk. They're nearly like and they they talk the they're that's nearly exactly in tears with the talk. beauty with the beauty of it all. They're so oh, blown away God. by the, their own view of what they oh, were doing oh. and what they were involved in. It was quite
0: of course. Boring. I am French. Where else am oh, I speaking in this outrageous gosh. accent?
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's not. as it's we right. get to a point where the World Trade Centre is open, the World Trade Centre, uh, that the official opening when it wasn't actually totally finished was in June of 1974. So in 1973 he's been very in Sydney, year. right, mm-hmm. 1970, so he's gone back and they're in that year, it's they must have gone bag. back three or four times uh, between. And I'm like, I could only find one source of who funded this because they never mentioned it in the document. I was wondering
0: that before we were who talking Who the, the hell Because
2: they didn't have jobs.
0: All they talked about was this. They're just scallywags running around the French t- countryside. Who's Smoking paying for it? Who paying I think this exactly. is even
2: more ridiculous. I've got a massive note where I wrote, Who paid? And all it says is. Uh, um, it was me. No, no. Oscar it winner? Was a, um, is that, it was, was that
3: the connection?
2: No. no. It was a German juggler. What kind of juggler? <laughs>
3: <laughs> of course it was.
0: And you know what? I didn't look that. him up at the time, but it says Francis Hang on. Was that Brun. his last name? Juggler? Because he's German? <laughs> was it But who, German, he must juggler? be the richest juggler. He must have been. Francis so Juggler. Old. Francis
2: hmm. Brun. And um, do you make so, so much money out of juggling? juggling? Let's see if it even comes up. because he was already only played once. That's oh, you're why probably
0: right. A yeah, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Yeah. Oh, oh hang
2: on. Francis Brun. <laughs> was a German juggler? <laughs> Brun took up juggling in 1939, joining a travelling show that played all over Europe. He moved to America to join the Ringling Brothers Circus. He twice oh, the Ringlings. For that's, that's big. It says here Brun helped uh, Philippe Petit financially for the 1974 war, for, Yeah, yeah, Right Philippe. But does? It, but I don't. How this guy afforded this? Because there was so much. Well. <laughs> You know they had they had to have accommodation. They had their flights. Maybe I'm looking at it thinking how I am in today's. I mean they're all you know you know lots would have been expensive.
0: But the flights, right? Yeah,
3: they would have sure. Tony,
0: between... Tony's here as an expert witness. How much did it cost to fly between the UK and Australia in 1974?
3: Have you still got a ticket? Are they, are they economy? Oh I yes, assume they're economy. <laughs> Funny enough, it's been about the same for a long, long time. About fifteen hundred. Um, Is that right?
0: That's a lot of I money. I don't believe that. Yeah. Well, in but, in I mean, Paris South South to South New York North. would have been less, $1, but. $1,500 in
2: the
3: 70s, where do you find that kind of uh, pound? You could probably buy a um, a house for 1,500 pound in the Precisely, Australia right? So then.
0: that, so that, yes, precisely. You could. <laughs> I think some people were buying houses in the 70s. I reckon $10,000 would. Not much. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. More than that, for
3: like not much. I love that, the specificity of it all.
0: <laughs> like twenty thousand pounds or something, you know, like not yeah. not uh, a million pounds or a million bucks. Yeah,
2: I think it, It's that idea is there were there were no expenses. I don't. They were like they, I don't think they they ate. They didn't drink. They didn't have anything. They were totally focused on their task. Everything of would course have gone. They, to didn't that. Eat they just or existed. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm I mean? Sure, it's that. they're
0: very thin.
2: You can
1: see
0: this man. man. Yeah. He's like, yeah. in he like, like Marcel Marceau and his leaves. He is like I sew, in his black slacks mm. <laughs> yeah. and black body suits. <laughs> There was musculature to be able to not fall Thank
1: off you. a wire, but that's Thank it. Yeah. You,
2: yeah, yeah. He had a good core going on, trust me. Oh. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> is that what really got you into this story? Not
2: really, no. You have a look. when do you see little, little Phil? I don't know that you'll um, <laughs> – no, nah, it's not a – no. <laughs> runty <laughs> exactly what That's I mean. It's a no from me. It's a hard no.
1: It's a hard It's part. a little yeah. runty
2: full. Not, okay. Not my, not my cup of tea. But what he did do, he, along That's with like a, um, a photographer friend that he had in New York on one of the trips that they went, God knows how many. let's say there were three or four. It felt like there were at least three or four. They had contacted, I think it is the Port Authority, and they got in touch and they said, we represent a French magazine called Metropolis. And I think it was about building and construction. They said, you know, we'd like to do an interview. And they were like, oh, sure. Because what is really important, and I'll sort of talk about now, is the World Trade Centre was not this particularly light project. It was mm-hmm. viewed by some as ugly. Others thought it was kind of in this sort of weird spot because where it was built, where, where like in, it is. like the
1: Eiffel
0: Tower.
2: Everything, right? People mm-hmm. don't like yeah. it at first. And, you know, if you do, I mean, we've grown up in a different time and, and have a different relationship with it, even before September 11. It was it was different for us. But I mean, imagine if you were sort of in New York or in the U.S., and as it rose, it was sort of like they say it was, you know, America's sort of soaring ambition and innovation, technological prowess was supposed to be there, but it was very in-your-face. Yeah. And it was so big and there was nothing else really around it because it was that whole area was sort of cleared down where it was sort of near the financial but It's kind of off less. So I think it was sort of a, a project between actually New Jersey and New York State, but it wasn't well-loved and so any. Anybody who was interested, and in they said, "Oh well, the French are interested." All right, so there was no pushback to that interview at all. Mm. And the interview, <laughs> they took them up to the roof where they wanted to be, and oh, the photo, they were they were supposed to be taking photos of one thing. And this is where a lot of the photography was took place, where they would go, "This is yeah, where we yeah. can
0: anchor this." Correct. <laughs> While asking them, both, and they were so clever, was, uh, pretending to do some spy cam work. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. Can you just go and stand by that potential anchor point so we can take mm. a photo of you? Yes. And tell
0: me, when you had
2: construction workers up here and the weather came in, how quickly did the weather change? Mm. What were the weather conditions? How windy did it get up here? Oh, no. And then the guy would go, oh, yeah, you know, like the, the head construction guy, you know, you know, we'd have to shut down the site. You know, it'd get so windy. There were days that we'd have to stop. They'd have to go down because as it got higher, obviously the yeah. weather conditions had a, a, yeah, a, a, yeah. a greater impact on it. And the thing that I guess was of greatest concern was, you know, obviously if the weather was going to be terrible, they wouldn't have embarked on it, but wind and how quickly the weather changed. So whilst they're interviewing on behalf of Metropolis, impersonating these journalists from Paris, that's where a lot of these questions were sort of asked by people who had truly spent time up there. And they were so happy to share the information not really knowing what they were doing, yeah, but yeah, just seeing yeah. you know, all those Frenchies are here and, that, you know, the guy, the, the US photographer, the French. And meanwhile, they've got these photos of Philippe sort of crawling down into areas he probably shouldn't be. And they're thinking, Oh, hey, you know, is he all right? It's, oh, no, no, he's good. Kind oh, of I'm thing. just
0: checking it out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is what French journalists do. We like to crawl down into weird spaces yeah. and take photos of all the bits, Really credits, get a feel. Yeah. But, you know, that's what happens when you yeah, can do a little yeah. ID that's, all, you know, from your
2: computer or someone prints it out in a local print shop going, oh, here we go. Like, yeah, I work for this publication. Be a little. Well, maybe it would be easier with 3D printers and stuff to do that now. I don't know. But, you know, the idea of even embarking on something like this feels like it's in a movie now versus what you do mm. in real
0: life. I don't yeah, know. yeah. So oh, they were able to. Is, it, is that an indictment on our current life? Oh, perhaps. Is, you know, has all of our freedom and all of our liberté been taken from us that we can't dream a dream of going to Kuala Lumpur? and... <laughs> <laughs> a by wine the adventure. Towers.
3: Towers. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so we can face oh, jump oh. off them. Oh, because they would oh, be really goodness. happy up there if that would happen.
3: Yeah, that was it that really was my up. dream when I was at seventeen <laughs> in a dentist.
2: so what is interesting at this point is when they're impersonating the journalists though they use their real names so they weren't pretending to be someone else per se so in terms of a crime you know they they weren't mean spirited or or criminal as such it was all this kind of just trying to get by how could they do it without really they weren't trying to harm or hurt anyone they were just trying to, to get it done it's interesting at this point there was uh, one of the guys who was an Australian guy, Mark, and Mark I don't know Mark's name because I don't think they give it, but Mark had followed him to France and had been with him during a lot of the sort of training and they're larking about in the field or whatever else. But on the last trip where they went, he said, Look, I had to pull out. He said, because I as an Australian and how, I think he'd studied law. He said, I could just say it was a very litigious society. If this goes wrong, <laughs> now we're starting to get into a like we're dealing with a or very we litigious could just society. Deny?
0: Like yeah. this is dumb.
2: Yeah. I don't think that I. He said, "I don't want to be held. I don't want to be liable for the death of a friend." And also that he and started talking about shit. involuntary manslaughter, which yeah, sort exactly. of plays into yeah, your yeah. if he hurts someone else, he, or even assisted suicide. He said these are things oh, that I'm yeah. not comfortable.
3: And it's, he's overthinking like
2: it. I th- and you know <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what
0: little Pete said.
1: Yeah, little yeah.
0: Little Phil, <laughs> Phil, little yeah. Phil said. Oh, so for do you know what little Phil sake.
2: does? It, yeah, I get this it. impression that they just not quite cut him, but yeah. you're in it, you're not in it. So they call him yeah. the Australian. They won't even call him by his name. They always just call him the Australian. Australia. Like, yeah, you became irrelevant because you weren't, you didn't uh, get to the bit. with yeah.
3: your anxiety yeah. meds, mate.
2: So it's about this point Political. that feels
0: somewhat Is that how you say arsehole? Is it? it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> try to coup. That's it. Trotacoo. Oh. <laughs> I don't speak much French. <laughs> Most of it's swearing. Just important stuff. <laughs> mm. With my outrageous accent. <laughs> <laughs> Your accent is brilliant, and the thing it is, when is I
2: was good. when I was watching them and hearing them speak, I mean, the girlfriend who he had like when he was younger, she is so emotional, and it's like where, what there are bits where you, you'd cut to the Australian, he'd be talking, and you'd cut to the the girlfriend. Yeah, and she, her, mate. Her eyes were massive, and she'd be like oh, my God, like she'd be crying with emotion. and It was so over time. I was like, oh, my God, the I'm French are just a different breed. There they really are. Yeah, yeah. It was so beautiful. You know, it was just, he, he, you know, I had to this is perfect time actually so they leave he leaves new york goes back to paris and he's quite deflated and totally feels de- defeated at this point because mark's out and everyone so the whole idea is he can't do it on his own and he needs people that he can trust and people that understand what they're trying to achieve so his friend everybody sort of has a role but with one person out it doesn't quite work. And he's, he doesn't want the girlfriend there. So she's never allowed to go to New York. She's not part of that at that point or anything like that. No. Anyway, so. It's he like goes, a bank
3: robbery where they've all got a role.
2: And that's exactly yeah. right. So he goes back. And it's at this point, he's, there he's are in a real. They're a gang. They're a gang. Yeah. yeah. And so he's it it's sort of it's sort of failed at this point. He goes back to Paris and then this is it's so funny that you should say it's a bank robbery because then the girlfriend is interviewed and the girlfriend at this point hasn't been allowed to go to New York. They've been keeping her out of New York, she hasn't really uh, been a old person. Sexist. All of a sudden And she goes, I, I see my role, you know, I see my role is I have I have to build him up. And
0: I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? He's, I have to build him up. Yes. And also I am the getaway driver. Yes, yes and I'm the one. I am the
2: safe vent. cracker. He becomes obsessed with watching. You can
0: get through that vent. I'm very small. I'm, the
1: only
0: <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I'm getting to the bank to crack the vault.
1: <laughs>
2: you are so on the money. That he, honestly, he gets back to Paris in this this mood. Anyway, the the girlfriend then has her role to build him up, and she says. Then he becomes obsessed with. Uh, detective movies and cops and robbers of bank robberies. and he's watching no, watching really? watching modeling behavior on mm. how to get in how to get out and that's yeah, all yeah. he does he becomes obsessed and he just watches tv and that kind of those films non-stop trying to work out a way how is this going to work because you know he'd spent all of this time from the, when he was in New York, once they actually opened the World Trade Center. So remember, he's flown over the top. He's done his trip to the top. And he's with, done a lot.
0: He's
1: done yeah. a lot
2: to get that far. Mm. To
0: feel like you're going to stop there is bad. I yeah. get it. But yeah. what
2: what's what happens? And he's been sitting in the reception, like the massive foyers, watching people modeling behavior. What are people dressed in? How do Americans look? How do they interact? How do people show their um, their security passes? How do I get into these buildings? How who are we going to be? Should we be White collar workers, should we be tradesmen? We need to get our equipment in. So, so we probably many things Don't want
0: to look like Marcel Masson. <laughs> it might Correct. give the game it away. W- it <laughs> might
2: it might give away. <laughs> so the coup is looking not so cooey and a little bit kind of not going to happeny. So back in Paris they
0: are working 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 how are we going to do this and i think i love you say that they're working 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 they're not earning any movies. bucks yeah we're just watching movies what are you doing i'm working
2: so they then they've they've done as much as they can in france like it's just the stuff that needs to happen will need to be based in new york because they need more help and as it turns out the next trip which will be the final trip to uh, new york Whilst little Phil looking like Marcel Marceau or trying not to look like Marcel Marceau is sitting in the trying. foyer, oh. a guy walks up to him who works in the World Trade Centre on the top operational floor at the time, which I think was the 82nd floor, Here
1: we go. and this
2: man, no word of a lie, in real life, has a moustache that is like handlebars. <laughs> <A> handlebar <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He's cool, he's got a ponytail, he walks up to him and goes like, what are you playing at? Like, what are you doing around here? You stick out like a sore thumb, which, of course, is exactly not what. What is
1: trying not to do. to do? And he goes, yeah. "What?
2: Oh, you know, what do you mean?" I stick out So He goes, "I've seen you perform in Paris, and sure enough, this guy,
1: no. when he's been in Paris, oh, has wow. seen
2: him like walking on a tightrope or juggling or doing something like that." And he goes, "What are you doing here? Why did Why are you here all the time?" He goes, "Oh, you know, I want to. I, I, you know, how I, I want to walk between the world." He goes, "Oh." All right, then, well, you know, maybe cool. I can help. Come up Hello? to my office. This I'm is, on the That's kind hall. of what
1: happens. On oh, no. the chance mm-hmm. of that. So
2: through him, he goes, well, actually, we're getting new ID cards. I mean, if you saw the ID card, it was so bad. It's a bit of paper. Anyway, <laughs> so they modelled some ID cards. on matrix. then.
0: <laughs> Not face recognition and yeah. fingerprints. Yeah, or- no,
3: crayon. I have access to all <laughs> floors of World Trade Centre.
0: It's so crazy, but I can't.
2: <laughs>
3: A stick figure likeness.
2: Oh, yeah. and this this guy is interviewed like have a time and he still looks the same. He's still got this crazy move. He's fabulous because I just couldn't, you couldn't make it up. But so as a result of that, it starts to all come back together
0: again. Did he work in an ad agency? Because it feels no, like it wasn't. It was like a, you know, think it. You yeah, just described yeah. It, it was like With some the ad, ad agency, fella, yeah. the moustache, and the sure I know who you are. Yeah, I'll get you up yeah. there. It yes. just feels like an ad agency guy. It does.
2: Yeah. It does, and, and it absolutely wasn't. And again, going back. <laughs> To how the World Trade Centers were viewed, sorry, the Towers the World Trade Center, singular, not plural, there was a lot of empty, unoccupied floors. A yeah, load went uh, over. They couldn't get people to move downtown. They didn't want their offices there. It wasn't yeah. really considered the heart of anything. Certainly, coming from Midtown, like so, where a lot of businesses were operating, you had like Wall Street and the financial district is off, well, I would say off to the left, but you know what I mean? It's It's slightly across. This was a whole repurposed sort of dead zone that they created.
0: Bit like Docklands in Melbourne, Docklands, Canary Wharf, yeah, was yeah. I, yes. So yeah, Canary you know, Wharf.
2: It wasn't all sexy businesses and banking businesses, which ended up occupying a lot of it.
1: Mm, yeah.
2: Mm. And they, I don't think that well, I don't know though, but you know that beautiful restaurant and the eyes on the world. What's it called? The World Trade Center restaurant. That was the top, I don't even know that, that exists at this point. It wasn't as coveted as it, it became. It was the place to be. Of, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. So it, it was wasn't literally all beautiful like the Docklands
0: fifteen years and, ago. Um,
2: oh, I.
1: You know, I'll, I'll
2: you, watch the documentary because it's, it's actually really good. And when you you see the, the the card, you go, "Oh God, I could have done that at home." It didn't look exclusive, or it
1: wasn't <laughs> yeah, for a right. bank. It was like Official. they were. I think there
2: were there was something like a roofing company. It was something weird. Like it was Sled quite
0: a stick figure it, Like yeah.
2: industrial, or yeah, it was yeah, like just Pray
1: on.
0: To it Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway so they've now got access to the building showing how to do it they've got their cards and they're trying to work out okay what are we going to do Who, so who's going to go into what tower that's crazy and essentially they some are going to go in as workmen and some are going yep. to go in as white collar businessmen depending on which tower they go into and how
3: they blue. do blue so yep. blue and white color blue one side and white the other
2: mm-hmm. correct
3: Wh- which is which
2: uh, do you know what? I probably could have told you the date. <laughs> north, north yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? Um, <laughs> so I'm now going to take you to the coup and whether or not it happened and how it all sort of transpired. Um, so the target date was August 7th, 1974. Oh. So it feels like it's quite quick, actually. Like it's only a year after they've done the, um, the Sydney Bridge Walk. That was June 73. Uh, but a lot of stuff had been going on in the background and then, you know, there were lots of changes and it was always this sort of moving feast. They were they were trying to do stuff and they were modelling stuff and it was always trying to come up with different things and how they were going to get that cable across. They had been practising in fields both outside New York City because they didn't spend a bit of time there before it actually happened and obviously in France. So on the night of Tuesday, the 6th of August, 1974, Philippe Petit and his crew had a lucky break so they had planned to be able to access their friend's floor, which was the 82nd floor because that was as high as they thought they'd be able to get and they thought they would have to store their equipment at that level and then get it up to the roof. So what you have to be mindful of is if he's the, I think at the 82nd floor, that was the highest occupied floor. Yeah. So everything above that still existed but they were empty. empty. You know, like when you see in yeah. movies and it's all, yeah. <gasps> you know, bits of plastic whistling around mm. and yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just right. a shell. Like, yeah. It looked like a scene out of a movie where there was going to be yeah, a crime. Yeah, they hadn't been set it
0: yeah. out, yeah. Correct, Well, yeah. Where all the bodies are stored, yeah. Or
3: you yeah. shoot someone through the plastic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Or, or where Correct, the, that's exactly ca- right. Yeah. You need that whistling pla- plastic, Yeah, yeah not yeah, just yeah. attached to something, yeah.
3: You see the silhouette.
0: It's not ominous enough if you don't have plastic hanging around for no good reason. Exactly. That's right. So purely by luck. When they were getting into the freight elevator, so that was
2: always the plan, the ones that were using the big to get the big cables up, they had to get into the freight elevator and get it up to the highest point. And then when they were getting in, someone said, what floor do you want? And then just by luck, I think they either chanced it or someone else it, and it went to the highest point. It, oh. it went. So it what went what? up to the hundred and four. This is floor. ridiculous, Hundred and four. there you go. Yeah, so yeah, that, that meant that they didn't, they still could have potentially got to the net at that point but they would have had to carry it up all the extra floors. So they were so lucky that when they got to that floor they were able to store it, I think it was 19 steps from the roof so that's a
0: big difference to several
1: like yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. because i'm guessing we're talking a big steel cable it's you said it was 60 something 60 meters meters. yeah well plus because the other part yeah yeah and then yeah and then so so
2: then you've got someone going up from the uh, up in the other tower so i'm only talking about no i'm actually really talking about one tower this is the tower that little phil's in and then the other two had gone in as businessmen into the other tower and it was a are they receivers
0: thing that- or, like, are they receiving yeah. the wire? The
3: blue-collar from- blue guys Who's have the shooting,
0: wire. Yeah, someone's no, I shooting think it's the opposite. it over. I think the, the
2: blue-collars are shooting. I think the blue-collars, the white-collars are shooting. Yeah. Oh, because I can picture colors. the guy- I think weird. the guy who could, yes, yes, I think it is. How because are they I think, getting
3: the rope in then?
2: I'll tell you that. so they're In the freight? Oh, they're, in the, they're, in they've the freight already lift. stored some things in that guy's office in one of the, ah. so they've been able to access things and get some things in, so it's very it's very complicated. Oh. I don't know mm. all the in, ins and outs. They've, they've no. been building up to it. Yeah, oh. so they've got different points and they're getting him to take stuff up, and. but I'll, I don't really know in great detail how that works, but but basically there is some stuff stored but what is interesting in both situations and it's not written anywhere but certainly in the documentary you find that both sets of people get stuck because there are security <laughs> guards on the unoccupied floors um, and it is like a movie where they are walking around with a torch or and they've got a desk and all they do is sit there and wait so in both instances
0: and remember they weren't communicating donuts. It, no, they it's couldn't start, communicate. It's starting to feel like a remember an early video game. Like it's, it's <laughs> you get to a certain level and then you're stuck. Whether it's Donkey mm. Kong or whatever, yeah, yeah. because there's something above you that is not letting you get there. That's what it feels like to be. What
2: I found really hard to get my head around with when they were because this bit is all reenacted and they show this in the documentary. Both sets have to hide for several hours. And I like they get there at like as there's knockoff times sort of five thirty six o'clock. Shit in and the And then they now. both Wait. they both encounter security guards to a point where I think Petite Phil is hidden. And but they they go to fall over something, and there's like there's an exposed beam, which I don't understand quite how being, but it's been, like between two floors, and they get stuck with a tarpaulin <laughs> over the top of them, and they can't move <laughs> for hours. And this is it's the guy scary. who's going how to be a. How are the tire they worker.
3: communicating with each other?
2: They're not. They've so those care. Radio- uh to- not not at all at it's like no communion so the two who are next to each other under the tarpaulin nothing the other two who are in the white collar ones they're behind a plastic flapping
1: <laughs> <balloon>.
2: <laughs> and they have a pen because they're the business and they have to write to each other to communicate so they're able to do that because what make, happens is the guy comes noise, in and yeah. out and they can't look and in the end uh one of them in the ones where they're under he puts a hole through the rug to to get an idea of what's going, they see night has fallen and it's still ours. But what I found interesting about that was they weren't able to communicate with the other pair, right? So mm-hmm. if one pair had got up and been waiting, they would have thought something's happening. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, it just so happens, right, that when that the security guards go away, and they yeah. finally leave and they can finally make a run for, it as such, onto the roof, that they get to the roof it doesn't say within what period, but I think it's a fairly roughly close the same period. time. Yeah, which is oh hurrah hurrah, and they're looking across and they have to wait for it. So I think is. Just so romantic and so, the lights that come on and off to flick for the planes, you know, to you know the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would, so there'd be like a silhouette, and then they'd, the light would come on. They'd be able to see each other. So they said once they got used to the rhythm of the lights, that's how they were able to sort of communicate with each other. So before that, like it's sort of you're, you're in the darkness. Are they there? I could imagine the joy that they felt when they. Well, my God, we've actually yeah, made it because yeah. both pairs would have thought. We've screwed it up. We haven't made it through. They'll be up there or wonder what they've come into contact with. And at that point, they were able to have a, I guess that is a CV radio, they were able to then start communicating with each other once they Ten got
1: it. 10
0: rubber ducky, we got ourselves a convoy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> got
1: ourselves
2: a coup. <laughs> now they're up there and now it's time to start setting up. So you were right, Schwitty, all that time ago. You so said, how did they get it across? And this is really hard for me to explain and I, I hope I do it justice, but I'm just going to read it out because when I watched it, I couldn't really get it. I'm I'm having to read it. A giant crossbow type thing. To pass the cable across the void, Petty and his crew had settled on using a bow and arrow... Attached to a rope, and it was a fishing line to start with. Oh I yes, get I get it. it.
1: Ah,
3: yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing,
0: and then that—that's your tracer, and yeah. then you drag yeah. the heavier mm-hmm. cable yeah. across. Yeah, yeah, yeah got and it. they had yeah, I was thinking
3: a so bow and arrow bit. with a tight rope. Like, that's no. so work. that's
2: what they'd been practicing so many times. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, they I had this it. particular it's technique, so and they'd done it. Yeah, yeah, but mm. that was so that it was so light. This is. It, it goes and it lands, but they can't find it, and it's in the dark. Yeah. So, so the businessman pair have shot oh, it across. Because it landed across. in
3: someone's chest.
2: It's landed. No.
3: <laughs> One down. So,
2: it could this have is have I, just got, someone, I cannot believe yeah. this really happened, and this is not made for a movie. This was. This is what they did. Little Phil gets his gear off because he can't find it, and he figures that if he's nude, he'll feel it against his body. So he little takes his, is little, just a
3: dirty perv who likes Little to Phil takes
2: his clothes off and he's crawling around waiting because <laughs> the smallest gust of wind and he feels it, I think, against his thigh and that's how he gets it. And he said he reckons within one more gust of, like not even a gust of wind, a breath of air would have gone. It was literally just caught like the edge of one of the girders. Or whatever. Is
0: that
1: what
2: they're called? Yeah, wow. Where it's yeah, a girder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there we go. on his thigh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure... I can't believe I said he that.
3: He feels it on his thigh a little too frequently.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't I just it.
3: feel like his friends, you know, when they're practising yep. all of this in the countryside in France, Phil would just get naked all the time. They go, oh, God, here he goes he again. again. And so then they're on the World Trade Centre.
0: <laughs> it's the only
3: way I can find it. Yeah, right, little Phil. Just do it oh. quickly.
0: If I just get my knob out and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, there she is! There she is!
3: Oh, I've got it.
2: As opposed oh. to oh, I'm stuck in the water. Oh, I
3: can feel it on my thigh,
1: <laughs> there, uh... Righto. So right they don't
2: really go into a getting <laughs> dressed again, but anyway, there you go. Bloody feels at it again. So right, they get the white, and then from that point on, that is then attached to a larger open. Then they start the process. of Can I just ask the important
0: some... question? Does he put yep. his clothes back on at this point?
2: Do you know what? <laughs> never, they never touch with it. I do know that he does, but they
0: don't. They don't talk re-robing. <laughs> <away>. He's going <re-roving laughs> to get a terrible re-roving. chill. He's going to get a terrible mm. chill mm. up there in the wind.
3: Frostbite on yeah, the but it's just,
1: Ooh, This is the chilling
2: stuff. On I'm watching. And I go. Is this? Who does this? people are mad (laughs) and this is when things go slightly wrong in the sense that the first shot so they get across he finds it they start doing the ropes but what happens is the big steel cable drops it when they get across it it goes so it goes down and it feels like it goes down for forever kind of thing not all the way
0: like not all the way
2: down but it's it's so far down Hmm. that they then have to spend Hours manually mm. trying Pulling that. Like that head. could have been the end of it, right? Because the cable yeah. just went too far down. And so one of them on one side, sorry, two of them on one side, and it's the the businessman side. They have to manually with their hands, of course, with manually their hands recover if they can this steel cable. cable. It has it gone is so a steel far cable, down. Yeah? It's steel yeah. cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. What and think that think takes them hours. their waist. Yeah. basically. That's from I don't know. By the time they get on the roof, I think it's probably midnight. It They're is. Freaking hungry. It's so late. they have started to. It, it's taken out, and basically, it's just. It could all go wrong, and there's nothing they can do. They've got to try They can't see it. Right, it's pitch black down there. They're trying to pull this. They're just pulling it back up, yeah. So they were heavily delayed because of that. That was not the plan. And also, you're not happy I with that, Yeah. Look no I can't see how it took that long
0: to pull up a cable.
1: <laughs>
2: anyway, they didn't know if I was gonna do it and yeah, right. they did. They got it up. But by the time they did it was, you know, nearly before dawn, I think, if i understand that correctly from the documentary. And then they still have to put those what I called it something, I think I called it cavaletti before,
1: but yeah, it's you also as the
2: guy lines. They've got to anchor it once lines, they get yeah, up there. Yeah. So they that still have to do those ones that we talked about. And there we have it. Shortly after seven a.m. local time, Philippe Petit stepped out on the wire and started oh, to perform.
0: I can't mm. believe it. They didn't go and get breakfast first. I mean, I like to no. your point. They said, he, they, said they,
2: they were so physically running. exhausted
0: they
1: couldn't believe that he was going to do yeah. it. No,
0: and but you they
1: don't. just didn't know
2: it was going to happen. He was Lucky one thousand three hundred and fifty feet, four hundred and ten meters above the ground. He performed for forty-five minutes making eight passes along the wire
0: and no one saw it
2: walked danced (laughs) lay down the wire and knelt to salute workers what is where it gets really quiet it's
0: great i don't know
2: it's beautiful really is the girlfriend and she talks about it and she's crying so she and all of their friends so not the ones who were like up the four up shop but everybody else involved they were downstairs throughout the night waiting so remember, they can't see anything. They can't tell what's going on. They have no idea. They wait, they wait. No one's come down. There's no word from them. They don't know what's going to happen. Have they been arrested? Are they alive? You know, no idea. And then shortly after 7 a.m., they see him come out.
0: Surely and they just see this
2: tiny little speck. Correct. It is so tiny. It's unbelievable. So and she's saying, look up, look up. And you know, in the footage, she's crying. She said, it was so, uh, so, so, un- beautiful. You it was so beautiful. You know what, what I mean? It's it? like, oh my God. And it was just because for them. It's not – well, it's certainly not for him. It's not a trick. It's a performance. And yeah. once he gets out on the wire, it's filmed. Yeah. There are photographs. He, he is smiling. He does have a balancing uh, A balance, right. yes. Yeah. So they had to get yeah, that yeah. up there as well. Sorry, of course he has that. So he's got that. So he, he's holding that. But it is, you know, black little slacks. And they've got a slight flare still. I'm like, God, he's It's win? the 70s, <laughs> of course they have.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's no such thing as no flare.
2: It was – just amazing.
0: So he,
3: he I've got is visions of him being beaming. like Freddie Mercury at Wembley. Mm. You're
0: probably no, not more wrong. muscle, muscle. I thought he's a ginger, isn't he, though? It's like a ginger oh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah.
3: No, maybe. but just the performance side of things, just going oh, absolutely
2: I, he, just
0: off.
3: absolutely
2: loving it. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. he was there. This is his whole life. This there'll be never a greater moment. There's, there was no fear. There was not
1: yeah, any yeah. sense
2: of this is all gonna go terribly wrong. And you yeah. know, and you can see when they're interviewing the other people who are involved. Most of them have like this sort of like little breakdown when they're talking about it because I think that the pressure, they can realise the outcome of how differently it could have gone now. I think in the yeah. moment they'd all got so caught up in it that was I just, just got to get it done and he was a man on a mission. Downstairs you've got, you know, a crowd is gathering and people, I mean, I'm oh, my God, how incredible. And, of course, security and police and whatever else are notified and then they end up at the top and there's this one photograph and he's in the foreground and he is grinning. And in the background, you've got these two policemen kind of holding. Him. I mean, you wouldn't as a, you know a normal cop. Why would you want to be on the top of? Well, yeah, Trade said, yeah. I'm not. I'm not I'm going not to help. I'm not pulling back." Yeah, yeah. So they're like standing back, like holding things. Going, "Come on, off you get." So when and, you're eight, and he refused return. to. He refused mm, to. So I don't know like... at what minute they got up there. I'm great. But Forty-five do, 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 minutes.
3: Look at me. <laughs>
0: Could you believe it what 45 minutes and
1: there's a um a policeman,
0: a who's, a policeman who's interviewed oh, i mean artist sorry my mistake
2: the, <laughs> the policeman is so oh he's really poetic like he he he's he's shocked he's you know he's sort of squat sort of black man and he's he you know he just look like, you know a good you know guy a policeman he said i i don't think he said i think i've seen something that not many. No one else will see in their lifetime. Yeah, and he said yeah. he wasn't walking. He was performing. He was dancing. He said, "I, you know, we called him back. He said, but I, I'm never going to see anything like that again in my lifetime.' He said, and I knew that I was watching something that'll happen once, once in yeah. a lifetime I think. Yeah, and it, he he was so touched by it. It was quite a quite yeah. beautiful. He wasn't angry. He wasn't anything. He was just like, I just can't believe what I've witnessed. That was <laughs> unbelievable.
3: Incredible. <laughs>
2: and the way they got him off in the end was impossible. they, they would communicate with, the, with the other guys, <laughs> incroyable, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> incroyable. Yeah. We're going to get a helicopter to, to pluck him off. So in oh. the end. I'm sorry, he, did you say pluck him pluck off? pluck him off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. So
2: he says, look, to it's be honest, chopper, to he off. said things, I'd, I'd done what I'd come to do and he said the weather was starting to change slightly he said I could feel I don't know if it's a precipitation but there was either rain coming or the weather was changing the wind was picking up. So he said i had done everything I'd, I'd performed and in that time he'd walked he'd danced he would laid down on it he'd sat on it he'd salute them he'd knelt on it it wasn't like he just went over once <gasps> done he did the round he the
0: world <laughs> yeah. Remember,
1: remember
0: yeah yeah like monkey bars when we, we were little yeah, oh yeah yeah just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do the cutoff but instead of jumping off you go round and round and round on your under your knees
3: yeah impressive
0: geez he um, had a lot of awful bits of steel stuck in him afterwards though oh yeah.
3: lucky he wasn't naked
0: Still, I <laughs> might have been at this point. Did well, he do that? Did he do it? a straight yeah, yeah, and then he has his little, put his little suit. on? He has a
2: little suit.
3: <laughs> I can it's feel it suit. against my thigh.
2: I can feel <laughs> it against my thigh. <laughs> he, he comes off um, willingly, I guess, yeah, <laughs> on, of his own accord. And oh. he's arrested immediately, he's and arrested. they treat him yeah, not dissimilar yeah. to the Australian police did.
0: He exits, he comes he off he he of his, his own accord. Off. Like, he, was plucked off. Off. he wasn't plucked off. By what are we talking
3: about? Are we had a subject change.
0: That's because he could feel yeah. it on his thigh,
2: and it's interesting. So he's achieved this amazing feat. <laughs> I mean, beyond amazing, yes. and. He says that the most dangerous aspect of the entire thing that he'd done, anything that he's ever done, he says from, you know, 1949 right up until that point was in the next little bit. When they grabbed him, they threw him down those stairs, the initial sort of stairs, (gasps) and he thought he was going to break his neck, and he said that was the only time that I thought, oh, my goodness, it's all going to go terribly wrong. I'm scared now. They're going to hurt me now. The damage is going to be done. That was the most dangerous out of the whole experience because before that. At any point, I don't think that he ever really was thinking like that. Mm. But being thrown around, scared him. Anyway, it's all good yes, news. He then comes, they get him downstairs and people are just in awe. He's immediately taken to a mental hospital where he's assessed <laughs> by a psychiatric team to see if he is a nutter, unwell. Um, <laughs> and then it becomes a little bit of, you know, showmanship in the sense that, you know, he's quoted as sort of saying, well, I said to them, you know, of course, I know. Well, I need to be out with my people. I've just performed the world. You know, I'm. I'm not crazy. You're crazy to have me in here, kind of thing. Let me out, and well, they kind of do. Well,
0: they there say was he's extensive. Not crazy. he's
1: French. That's <laughs>
2: <laughs> He was a bit of a hero, of course, and people loved the mm. fact that he had done it. So extensive news coverage and public appreciation for his walk. The district attorney dropped all formal charges of trespassing and disorderly conduct. And he dropped them on the condition that Felipe would give a free aerial show for children in Central Park, where he performed a high wire act above Belvedere Lake, which is known now known as Turtle Pond. So, it's got a very nice sort of wholesome end, end to it. And that was where I was saying, like, there's a children's book, and of course, there's a children's book about it. And the let the Oscar winner come into it. The Oscar, oh, get winner, there. the documentary won the Oscar.
1: Ah, so the documentary ah. the
2: documentary is called man on wire and it's from 2008 and it it's quite easy it's nice it's good it's a good watch it's a good okay. watch so watch shall i think it's only about an hour and a half and he's uh, interviewed the girlfriends all of them are interviewed because i think they're all still alive and they're, they're not together so it's all one you know everybody's and you can sort of sense when people came in and out of focus on what their jobs were roles were when they were part of it when they you know, left, whatever else. And he's a very oh, he's a true artist. He's quite arrogant. You know, he's very over the top. He's very French. He hasn't lived in France since. He's he's remained in New York, uh, upstate New York now. But I got the impression that once he sort of found a little bit of fame, it did change who he was, and it certainly changed the dynamic with the group of people that he was with. Because you know, when you're trying to achieve something like that, you need to have a degree of arrogance, I think, to think you can achieve it. But then when that arrogance began is, comes with sort of notoriety. Well, when do where do other people
1: sort of fit into yeah. it?
2: And there's this part in the documentary that is so weird. When he's let out of the court, and the court would be the court, he calls it the Palais de Justice, um, but on <laughs>
1: yeah. that first, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that first night he comes out, you know, in free person or whatever else and the crowds are gathering him. A woman grabs him and says something, you know, seductive into his ear, some American bird. So he goes to her apartment and has sex with her and then goes back to the people that he'd done all of that with. And I don't think they were well-pleased, including the girlfriend. And he goes, you know, it was just, it was an explosion of pleasure. You know, you could imagine, and like, you just oh go, my oh, mate. oh, mate, oh, mate. Like, that's... what about your, all your friends and everybody who helped you out? But he had to go. He said it was just a release. You know, it was just it's a creative, a pleasure experience. And I was sort of like, yeah, that was a bit odd. Uh, but, you know, listening to him, that was, was very entertaining. That stuff where, like, you watch you and just go, oh, my God, this is crazy.
3: I reckon um, there's like 10 phrases you could cut out of this episode when you're editing it,
0: Schmitty. <laughs> and put, a, put them all
3: together and it would make a completely different An story. An explosion
0: of pleasure.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh. Mon Dieu, I had to explode on her face.
2: The, <laughs> port, uh,
1: <laughs> the port
2: Authority of New York and New Jersey gave him a lifetime pass to the Twin Towers observation deck and he had autographed a steel beam close to where he began the walk. In terms of his response to September 11, it's really emotional actually and I, I I think it's very sincere and he said, you know, his first reaction was he had always called them my towers because they were his yeah, towers in that right. respect. He said my towers became our towers and he said, you know, I, he thought he, 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 I've seen him interviewed on I think it was actually CBS News and I think it was, when I say fairly recently, it might have been the last, I don't know, five to ten years and he's it's a very it's a nice interview he's a bit older and he's a bit more It's not humble but damn it is well it's they're not his towers the whole frame in which you see what he did and how other people experience and look at the towers is totally different than when the, they were the towers that he you know managed to you know well, incredible feat. now it's such a loaded thing and you know him talking about it and saying you know they've gone from my to our towers but what I thought was really, really French and very artistic and really beautiful was he said they were smiling at me when I did the walk. They they enjoyed it. I could feel them breathing. I could feel them moving, which comes back to your idea Ooh. that they're not stationary. There's that movement Ooh, in it. They do move, He said yeah. they were moving. They yeah. were they were smiling at me, and it was this beautiful thing. They wanted me to do it, and I was like, oh. It was kind of poetic, and I really Shut did up, yeah, you say that. But that was quite nice, actually. I like that
1: bit. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! I
0: like, I like that
1: bit. I quite yeah. like that.
0: Piece. They're not sentient beings. Oh, no, not no. But you know, everybody you know, was willing him on some buildings. Yeah. Okay. His ego's egging him on, right?
3: Mm. I feel like you could make a Disney movie out of him dancing on the wire while the Funny buildings you should sing say along. That. Uh-huh. Funny
2: you should say
1: oh, that. Here we go. <laughs> it's it's not, not a Disney business. movie, yeah. <laughs> but there is
2: a movie called The Walk, and The Walk uh-huh. is a Robert Zemeckis film. Who is Boris mm-hmm. Gump
1: mm-hmm. Uh, director,
2: and he wrote the screenplay. And it was based on a book called To Reach the Clouds by philippe Petit. The actor who plays Petit, Petit is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's kind of it's very similar, actually. It, you know, it's based on it. And, you know, he was involved in the movie, but um, it didn't do great uh, at the box office. Uh, and it was dedicated to the victims of September 11. Yeah. And it was released in 2015. And it's called The Walk. And it's also one of those films, I think a lot of it's done in IMAX because of the. I mean, I don't mm, think I could watch it. I think it would just be it terrifying. Oh.
1: Really yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think Mr. Acrofo,
0: I, I don't think it's your cup. I don't think it's your do room. the 3D, the giant things, but. Well, that yeah. was an interesting one. Okay, so what do you see as the crime then? In my mind, patent stupidity, uh, yeah. totally unnecessary waste of everyone's time. But you know, I suppose one might say, "Oh, look at this pushing the envelope." The I'm sure you could do I this. I thought the crimes were, that we more. could look at were like more is What if what and if one fell single and killed thing killed someone? someone. Yeah. or that yep. or that. Cable fell and, yeah. you know, sliced people because imagine the velocity of the cable falling. Yeah. It's a steel wire. It would have, yeah. could have killed people. Yeah. The damage it was oh, like awful, it. awful. Yeah.
3: God, who's the safety police?
0: No, but that's right. the thing.
2: It yeah. would have only taken that. It's <laughs> all the fine. Fun,
3: and the fun and police.
2: And then yeah. it's how people would view him putting people at risk, of, you know, the accomplices. Because yeah. let's assume he would
0: have died, right? All those other people. Oh, I like, can't believe yeah. that they said, "Yeah, oh, isn't that lovely? As long as you go and perform for some kids in the park, you're yeah. all right. What a well, joke. Well, they say it, it, was, it was the beginning of yeah, fun police, the
2: changed you know, relationship right. for New York <laughs> with the World Trade Center because they said that all of a sudden people saw them as a little bit more human and then after that there was also a man uh oh, scaled that you know crawled up them and yeah. somebody else and you know then people started to you know accept the World Trade Center so it was all from a marketing point of view they that's why he was invited back and he had it yeah. was the novelty the the, yeah, yeah the observation access but yeah what would you say are the I think it's more what would have been the outcome if it, one thing had gone wrong. To, well, lots of things had go wrong. Way, But if that wire had fallen, he would have died for certain. If oh, he yeah. or the wire had hit anyone beneath, who would have been liable? So the accomplices would have done jail, time much
0: yeah, um, involuntary
2: yeah. manslaughter. Their whole lives would have been destroyed as opposed, to, I think they just went back and had normal lives except for, for petit, there you go.
3: I love it. I reckon the single-mindedness to go, I am going to do that and I'm going to take all of these steps. You know, like my equivalent amount of single mindedness would be going, I don't know, I'm having, <laughs> I can't even think about it. Like, I, I don't plan anywhere near.
2: We're going to have friends up for the out. weekend and we're going to have an awesome time. We're going to have, In the, make spa. The, have the best roast and we're going to get the spa ready <laughs> and we're going to have all this beautiful wine. That's. It's going to happen. It's literally We're model that. It. We've modelled the behaviour. Yeah, yeah. You know,
3: year after year <laughs> of planning and I don't know, I think, I think it's so impressive. And the other thing I think is the the way that that stuff breaks up the monotony of normal life is fantastic. You know, imagine going to work and seeing that and just going, wow. Like the, I think the closest thing we've had to that is walking around Brunswick and we used to live there and we used to always see the hot air balloons. And they were, you yeah, know, but they're just legal.
1: Beautiful to watch. Bullshit.
3: No, no, but but, but then one of them, role, right? one <laughs> of them went into a tree, <laughs> and so you've got this, this stuff that's beautiful that you watch everyone and go, wow. And then one of them goes into a tree and you're like,
0: wow, that's crazy. So yeah, yeah but they're legally allowed to go off. They're allowed to do that. And, yes, they are beautiful and that's fabulous, but, no, I'm sorry. This man was a rule-breaking dickhead who, if something had gone wrong...
3: A rule-breaker. It's (laughs) like a a truth-stretcher. You're a rule-breaker. We haven't heard
0: about the truth-stretcher for a while. We haven't heard about that
3: truth-stretcher. You're a rule-breaker and you must be punished.
0: The issue for me is you put your (laughs) ego ahead of all other safety for everyone else, right? Your art ahead. Not the ego. Come on. (laughs) It's all about, you know, look at me, aren't I marvellous? The fact my towers. I mean, how offensive. Yeah, fuck yourself, little Phil. (laughs) 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 Little Phil. I'm not having it. It's a dickhead. You are really
3: not having it.
0: Even, you know, poor old... Mark the Australian, who just said, Mark the oh, Australian. I reckon we've gone a little bit far here, you know, like yeah. this is dangerous. These are all things. Go- you're dead to me. You're dead. Yeah. The more Australian. The Australian. You know, like you're yeah. gone, you know, wanker. So I'm going to sentence little Phil and his little gang of dickheads, apart from Mark, who at least had the Little gang safe. of
3: dickheads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 little gang of
3: thigh feelers.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sp- this is descended. This
0: is so beautiful. Uh, uh, the oh, you've got it. You've got to watch it for that now. <laughs> Emotionally. T- oh, my God. Go. Just get a life, lady. So, no, <laughs> wait a minute. So, they're all, I'm going to oh. put them all in the Bastille, even though it's oh, been Oh, well done, darling. But they're going back to Paris, back in the olden days, and I'm putting them in the Bastille, and they can just rock in that horrendous jail before it gets, you know, Raised after the revolution, done. That was tidy. Oh, bunch of idiots.
2: You don't. I, I know you love France because I know your aunt was there. But people would, like that. One make would my think ass you're switch. not a big fan. <laughs> uh, and and to, any, to, any, to, any, to our
1: vast French audience,
2: I would say, I have, if we have offended anybody, which I'm sure we have on so many levels during this episode, like every episode we do, all we manage, we should just be called "How to Offend People." <laughs> cuz that's what we do best. Trial by we are offense. so good. Yeah. <laughs>
3: or or offense by wine could go either way.
2: Our, our um impersonate oh we're just we're we're equal opportunity offenders. We no one's safe because we are just
3: culture killers.
2: We are absolutely right. <laughs> culture killers. <laughs> <laughs> the little band of French dickheads. Is that it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little <kids. laughs>
2: You are really not gonna like the girlfriend. I can guarantee you you are gonna I'm gonna make yeah. you watch you don't want it and you're gonna be not well pleased. That is she's not gonna be something. That, she's yeah. too <laughs> She's <is> so <laughs> He literally left his big thing that they'd been working on for, you know, six years, walked out the steps of the Palais de Justice, went and rooted some other bird. I know. And then before he even went back <laughs> Just very uh, mad and very French dickheads uh, and her. And then she was like, oh, I think we sort of had come to a natural end at that point. I was like, yeah, I think you had. Yeah, I think yeah. you'll find your hand. Just saying.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe you You've are served a your purpose Ill- here, love. Yeah. yeah. You're a bit used, love. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, French There's dickhead. the crime. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's crime. Right, right. Root
0: rat. Right there. Root rat. <laughs> 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 she was quite happy to be, you know, getting into the the – Bank vaults and working out how to break yeah, into cries. things for him. Yeah, yeah. What a dickhead. Anyway, he had an yeah. explosion of pleasure. Clarky, on the other hand, is going. Let's celebrate this, it. mofo. Yeah, great. I, I think that's the, because Clarky might crying. be like a a closet. he's <laughs>
2: like a closet sort of artist, little with his little black flares and ballet totally. pumps.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually like I literally don't get any excitement out of art. So I don't, I don't really get it, but I, I think it's great. Maybe I am a rule breaker.
0: It's, it I like it. Wank. It's just unnecessary wanky nonsense that added no true value to the world. If it had never happened, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about true value, but I think,
2: wow, if people have a dream and they can achieve something like that, what a, what a great feat.
0: More valuable to the world than just tightrope walking across between two bloody buildings. What a dickhead.
2: Oh, but it wasn't just two buildings. Jeez. I just think what an incredible feat.
3: Yeah, I great.
2: I, I, I just think, I don't know. I don't what know an it, incredible. It was a different uh, time. and Oh, I, thought, I find it quite. Well, I don't know. I did. I was laughing at some of the, you know, the the quotes that were associated with the documentary, and people say, it's beautiful, and it's, you know, it, it is a little bit. It's Schmitty a bit wank. wank. Schmidty's doing a little so bit of. A, uh, uh, it's a t- Imagine t- that, a t- that wank. in the
3: seventies, it would be incredible. Yeah.
2: I thought it was incredible. <laughs>
3: incredible today.
2: I think it's more beautiful than, you know, what do they do now this is it called base jumping where they jump off buildings? Yeah, base mm. jumping. Because yep. people have done that since, but I think people have been allowed to do it's it regulated,
3: and not like, yet yeah, yeah. correct.
0: There's some things have happened with yeah. that. That I don't find very interesting, but That's um, right. You don't find anything that's permitted and safe and appropriate interesting. It's only because some dickhead It was in a, a leotard and slacks that like I like leotard. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: and a ballet pump. Um, yes. imagine He's kept his shoes
3: Imagine if he, if someone was to do that, the Ooh. regulations that they would put around it, like there'd be safety oh, nets yeah. and, you know, yet. like
0: David Blaine does dumb shit like that too. Not that I'm a fan there either. Oh, I'm not a fan of that. So I'm, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. Yeah, Sits not in a fan. box for twelve Sits hours. in a box. You know, and says, we haven't well, had to watch any of that for a while, have we? We haven't no, watched that in no. a while, though. Because with all that no stuff. one cares uh, because it's dumb yeah. <laughs> and it's the same as this. It's just. Dumb. Sitting in a, oh, sitting in a box for 12 hot. hours
3: is very Where was different that? to time. It wasn't. It was walking.
0: more than 12, 12 hours. Blocks. That was me just being funny. But.
3: Well, for any amount of time, it's no fun.
0: 44 days.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah a little bit more longer. than 12
0: hours. Yeah. But, was, you was that a in the shopping centre?
3: Was he the one?
0: It says I was above the Thames. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It was just Oh like
2: god, I live there and I don't remember it. There you go. Snores Bill. it out. September two thousand three. Oh no, fair enough. He did have to fast. Now I'm <laughs> Now I'm listening.
0: Although I would be hungry. Of course, he had to fast. Yeah, to have had water because you die if you don't have water after. Didn't he three go days. into
2: like a trance or something? Isn't that the whole thing? Oh, who cares? I oh, move on. I... Move, oh, there's move a, on. There's an article underneath where I've looked at. It, it says David Blaine's glass box stunt lasts as long as Liz Truss's PM. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a good one. So if he
0: did it for no other reason, I think yes. that is a fabulous headline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you uh you two think it's beautiful and artistic and no crime, nothing to see no, here.
3: No no crime, no foul.
0: All right, fine. Well a load of old shit. Okay. <laughs> On that note then. Well done, Swanny And it, no one got murdered, and that was nice
1: no.
0: for a change. It was what, a nice. Refreshing.
2: Little, it was I it was I could manage it. It was COVID yeah. appropriate content for me. And uh, I didn't <laughs> I was not sleeping, but it was not because I was fearful that I was going to be strung up into a gynecologist chair and had oh, you
0: know, yuck, be attacked yuck, by something. So that
1: was nice.
0: So was that's funny because the last falling. three we've done have been not particularly dark at all. Isn't so we've had a good yeah. palate cleanse. So I look. Oh no! Back to
2: the so horror.
3: Time to it's been change me. Me. that. Well, I must it be is, the yes. next story. Oh,
0: I better go work on something really nasty now then, because yes. we've had three light ones. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I reckon I can bring it. Okay, all right. Well, excellent work. The sorry. artistic crime of the century. I'm not sure oh, if I would call it
3: that.
0: Yeah, no. I would. I call it. Biggest I think that the other the stuff I
3: reckon piss crossed was the artistic crime of the century. Piss in a bottle and call it art. We did that hoarding thing, and people got sixteen <laughs> bottles of piss. <laughs> I yeah, like, bro, now I
0: would, that's <laughs> ah. Yeah. Tracy Emin, you know, she had that stupid unmade bed that got taken out and put in in the Versace museum that was worth billions. What a joke. I mean, art, what a load of old shit. Well, on that note, mm, piss you already.
1: (laughs) 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 See what you did.
0: (laughs) Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, trialbywine or visit our website www.trialbywine.com to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from Pixabay.com. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, Trial by Wine. Or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com, to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.